Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Abinella, and this is part three of our question and answer so week. Thursday. It's Thursday, but it's Tuesday still when we're recording this. Isn't that amazing? And it's 84 <laughs> degrees. If you listen to the last degrees. one, you will know that's important. Oh gosh, you are so <laughs> funny. I don't even know what it is here in Oklahoma today. It's probably in the 80s, but um, it's very nice. It's been really nice this week. So um, anyway, we are back. We've got a few questions that we're going to tackle today. So we're going to jump right into these because I feel like we keep running out of time <laughs> talking about Cause things. Because we're, we're chatty. We like to talk. I'm sorry. It's what we do. So here's the next question. Why is getting my kids to do school such a battle? I thought this homeschool thing was supposed to take my was supposed to make my kids love learning, and all they do is battle me. Mm. We're talking about this because my guess is is that people are getting ready to start school. Probably yes, and 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 if parents are thinking back to the last year and what it was like uh, for the kids doing school, they're you know waking up with nightmares, going, "No, I don't want to do this again." So maybe we can help amp you up. So it looks a little different as you go into fall. Yes, yes. And I think that there are a couple of things that, a couple of steps that you can take to avoid the battle. And I'll kind of give my list. We haven't even talked about these, Abby, but I'll I'll give some of my ideas and then you give some of yours and we'll see how they compare with one another. The first one is, I think that even for younger kids, not kindergarten, of course, but as they get, you know, a little bit older and, and have a better understanding, I think it's good to talk with your kids about like, here's here's what we need to study and let's look together at how we can do this and make them part of the conversation. Oh, I love that idea. Because then they have ownership and they don't feel like yeah. it's just mom dictating saying, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And you're going to like it whether, totally. I, you, know, whether you like <laughs> it or not, you're going you're gonna to smile and you're going to totally. enjoy it. But I think it's one of the beauties of homeschooling in that they're not sitting in a classroom with one curriculum that is used for every kid across the board and it doesn't matter what their learning style is. It doesn't matter what your teaching style is. They're going to do what they're going to do. So take your kids, maybe take them to a bookstore, make, maybe take them to a friend's house who has some curriculum that you might be able to borrow for the year or right. uh, look at some things online. There are lots of ways that you can look at things online and test out different things. Summertime is a great time to do that. You know, we use not grass history uh, for history. And we've also used mystery of history. Both of those, you can download things for math. You can down, you can usually do some free lessons for math. I know, uh, IEW, you can do several lessons for free on their website. And so you don't have to purchase the curriculum first. And I know that curriculum can get very, very expensive, but there are ways to get around that. There's lots of free curriculum that you can use. And again, use your resources, um, use your friends and say, hey, I've got this that maybe you would enjoy with your kids. Could I borrow this that you used last year? 
I have a friend who lives in California and we, I think every year for the past couple of years, we will mail each other uh, different books and curriculum because, you know, her kids are working on one thing, mine are working on another. And it just works that way because why purchase it when we can just borrow each other's? Totally. And so That's it's cheaper idea. to spend the few bucks on the shipping than it is to purchase the whole thing. Totally. And um, and so, but talk to your kids, figure out what it is, what, what is it that they enjoy doing? And it right. does take some work. It's not going to be an easy thing. And if you have multiple kids, it's going to take some time, but, but do that during the summertime before the school mm -hmm. year starts. Um, so I think that's the first thing. And you know, one way of doing that, that we've done is there are certain things you have to cover and you know that, sure. like, you know, in science, you have to cover physical science, you know, right. anatomy and physiology, blah, blah, blah. And like one thing we did is we took the apology of books and we're like, okay, there's anatomy, physiology, botany, yep. land, animals, the whole thing. But you, who's to say you have to do them in order? So at the oh, in right. the summer, I told my kids, we have to do these over the next X amount of years right. or history. Like these are the time periods we're studying. Which one do you want to do yeah. this year? And again, that's just a practical way of them taking ownership of what they're learning and you're still hitting the things, you know, they're not just saying, I only want to learn underwater basket weaving. They're still hitting the things that they need to hit. Right. Um, they're just choosing. And I really, yep. that, that really helped except that then we would have one that always wanted to leave the one they didn't want to do for the last. So then, right. <laughs> you know, it just never but, gets um, done. That's just a practical way of saying, let them be involved. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's fun. It's actually fun to get to sit in with your kids totally. and make them part of the planning process. Yeah. And they're excited. They are excited over it. Another thing I'm going to say is um, I, I oftentimes hear about kids who cry through homeschooling Aww. and they get really upset because they're frustrated or they just yeah. don't get something. Um, I don't typically let my girls get to the point where they're so right. beyond frustrated that there's tears. And right. and let me just say, my girls are, they probably are a little more like me where they're not super emotional. Right. Those who listen to the podcast know I, I don't cry easily. I mean, it takes a lot for me to cry. And so I think my girls kind of fall into that category with me a little bit. And, and I know that there are some kids who are just more sensitive. So I'm mm -hmm. not um, down on those kids at all, but I'm saying, if day after day after day you're battling with your kids and they're crying, it's time right. to take a step back and reevaluate yeah. what you're doing, what curriculum you're using. Are you putting too much pressure on them? Are you trying to stay um, uh, stay in line with what your state standards, quote unquote, are telling you you need to do? And we've talked about that right. so much on the podcast. Please don't do that, moms. Please do not feel like you need to be in line with what the public school system tells you you need to be doing Correct. it where your kids need to be academically. That is an average of where kids, those ages where they think they should be, your kids are unique. They're going to mm -hmm. advance in some in some areas. They're going to struggle in some areas. So take it slow or speed up. Do whatever is best for them. But if yeah. they're crying and battling you because they're frustrated, take advantage of being a homeschool parent and back off. Homeschool freedom. This is yep. why... We homeschool and this is why we value our freedom. This is yeah, why right. we aren't, you know, this is why we privately, you know, we have a home-based privately funded education because then yeah. we, we're in the driver's seats. We don't get handed by the state what our kids should learn. That's enough to make anyone nuts. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We, we get to choose. So yeah. if there's a battle, then 
don't expect your kids to be the one to take the leadership and ending the battle. Okay. You as mom need to take the one Amen. to be the one to, to take a step back, yep. evaluate what's change happening something. and and change something. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thing to change is rarely your kid. Honestly, it's not going right. to be battling your kid into change, be happier, right. be less difficult. There's something in your school that's going to have to change. Right, right. And I will say that the area that I see this happening most with parents, and this is I'm just speaking to the parents of younger kids, is reading. When they're mm -hmm. teaching their kids to read and they're like, they're in first grade and they're still not reading. They're eight years old and they're still not reading. And mom is just pulling her hair out and she's trying to force her kid to learn how to read. Your kid's not going to read until they're ready to learn how to read. You yep. can teach them. Now, now, I mean, you do need to teach them how to read. Right. But you can and teach them day and night. I mean, you can literally spend 12 hours a day doing a reading and phonics curriculum with them. And if their brains are not prepared and ready for right. it, it, there's going to be tears and they're just... It's like Not potty ready. training. Yep. When you when you force your 18-month-old, guess what? You're going to have accidents till they're three and be pulling out your hair. Right. Or you could just wait till they're ready and it's going to happen overnight. Right. Like, just it, forcing children is where the battle comes from. Right, right. And that doesn't mean that we don't require work of our Correct. kids. Yes. But yeah. you need as mom. It doesn't mean children-led. We're still right. parent-led. Right, right, right. Yes. Right? But we're just embracing the freedoms we have to be the parent to make the right choices for the kids. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so I think those are the, the two those biggest things. Let's take a quick yeah. break. We're going to come back and finish talking about this. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back and we're talking about um, when we battle our kids, you know, our, our kids, sometimes mm -hmm. they do battle us on doing school. school. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's because our kids are just lazy and they really don't want to do it. Right. And that's a character trait. That's not an mm -hmm. academic trait. And right. so that is when we need to step back and look at, is there character development that needs to take place? And then mm -hmm. focus on that and maybe even take a couple of weeks off and say, you know what, we're going to just focus on hard work and see right. what that might look like for your family. And it could be hard physical, like not <laughs> make that sound like they're slaves. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it could, maybe they're, they are just, you know, they need to learn to work physically. They need to learn to right. sweep the floors and mop the floors and clean baseboards, do dishes, do laundry, do whatever, you know, pull weeds, whatever it is that needs to be done in your home. Um, don't allow your kids to be lazy, but figure out where the problem is because you're the mom and you know right. your kids better than anybody. Abby, what right. is your feedback on this? Well, I would say for many of us, we have been programmed through, through the brick and mortar system to see school as a certain way. And by default, we bring that into our home and that produces a battle. And I think the biggest thing I could tell moms is the, the big word is freedom. You have homeschooling comes with freedom. You are not, there are no requirements other than the requirements you choose in, you know, th there might be some state requirements, but these aren't the things your kids are battling you over. I think we need to have a shift of thinking instead of here. Okay. Here's just an example. 
book reports. Okay, book reports are a thing that the schools do. And I see a lot of homeschool moms go, well, we got to do book reports. Like every book you read, we need to do a book report. So it starts when you're young and I'm going to give you the lines to blanket, you know, who was the author? What was the plot? What was the conflict? How did it get resolved? You know, and then as they get older, you know, it turns into every book they read, they're going to have to write a stinking paper. And honestly, you're taking these, this amazing literature that your kids could be reading and loving. And it's just becoming an assignment. And like, none of us would want to do that. Like, how many of you, when you get to find, not like any of you are sitting in the sun reading yeah. great novels, your moms, but if you were reading this great book, wouldn't it change it if you knew that the minute you were done with that chapter, you had to go write about it and talk about it and then have your grammar checked on how you wrote about it and answer all the pertinent questions. Um, and I think that's a lot of why kids are battling us is they don't want to go read because there's going to be a whole lot of work after they're done reading. And so what if we just had a sh simple shift that said, I have homeschool freedom, which means when my kids are done reading a book, I don't need to ask them anything along the way if they don't want me to. What if what was waiting for them instead of an assignment was a cup of tea and a great conversation? Yeah. Would that lessen the battle of reading a book? Right. You know, would um, I just I think that we often create the battles because of our expectations. And so often our expectations are formed by the fact that we think that school should look like a brick and mortar school right. and we forget the freedom or, okay, here's another example. Um, one of my children loves to write. She is just a natural writer. She loves it. I almost completely ruined that in her because every day I would give her a writing assignment. She would bring it to me. I would get out my red pen. <laughs> I would find all the mistakes. I'd give it back to her. She'd fix the mistakes. She'd bring it back. I'd make sure there, and it was just like wash, rinse, repeat that that's yeah. what writing became to her. And instead of just writing and then letting me just read what she wrote for the beauty of what she wrote. Yeah. And I'm not saying we don't need to check grammar. We do, but there's a way to do it that maybe every third one so mm -hmm. that the love of writing is still there. And then it got to a point where she hated writing and mm -hmm. it was a battle every day. And so, so many of our battles they're because of us, mom. They're not because of our kids. If we would simply shift or how about this? Go write a compare and contrast paper on polar bears and panda bears. Right. And my kid would look at me like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> tell me how comparing and contrasting polar bears and panda bears is relevant to anything in my world. Right. And then it was a battle, right? I'm like, you need to have the Venn diagram, honey. And what's in the middle? And <laughs> it was a battle. But then one morning, all of a sudden, I went like this. Okay, here's the deal, kid. Go and write. Forget polar bears and panda bears. Go write me a compare and contrast essay between French toast and waffles. And if you can write a compelling essay, I'll serve whichever one that you like best in that essay tomorrow for breakfast. And it they, they had a black. And I'm not saying your kid would enjoy that. But Find something that sparks a love of learning in yeah. your child. All of a sudden, learning will be fun. It will be relevant. It will it will be something that they're excited about. And most often, then the battles will subside. So many of the battles in our homeschool are brought on by us. Now, that's yeah. not to say that some kids are just going to battle us and be difficult. And yeah. I'm a firm believer in in discipline and teaching our kids that hey. This is parent led. You are going to part of life is doing things you don't like. Right. This isn't all everything about homeschool isn't every assignment you're not going to like. Sometimes you're just going to have to do an assignment you don't like. That's life. Yeah. But I'm just saying if it's an everyday thing and everything's a battle, it's OK to shift your thinking 
it's okay to not do what you think you have to do. We have freedom in this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amen. I agree completely. It's why God gave us our kids. We know them better than anybody. And so we yep. can focus on what works best for them. And it's hard, right. I think, sometimes, though, for the mom who's maybe not as creative. There right. are some moms who are super creative. You know, you I, right. I watch these blogger moms who they come up with this curriculum and they have all these amazing ideas and crafts and things. And I'm just like, that is not me. No. So right. if it's not you, utilize those moms yes. who can come up with those things. Yeah. They do that for a reason. Pulling- in the 80s like you right. just all you have to do is google a fun way to teach something right you know and i'm not the craft mom either you know what yep. else i'm not the science experiment mom i yep. just too messy it's too i just can't so i make it easy and i buy the kits that already have the science experiment in them i don't have to worry about all of that so there are ways to do this also take yeah. you're not reinventing the wheel take something that's already been done and just tweak it you don't yeah. have to come up with these incredible ideas don't think right. that i'm doing that because i'm not right just tweak it a <laughs> tiny bit just just take the concept and make it something that would pique the interest in your right, kids. Right, yeah. I just don't want these moms to feel pressured like, oh, great, now I have to reinvent all of my curriculum to make nope. it fun for my kid. Um, no, you don't. don't do that. And you know what? Your job also is not to make everything fun for your kid. Right. Don't think that we're saying that. Your right. job, you are not your child's entertainer. Right. You are your child's parent. Right. We're just trying to help you have less battle. And it also right. doesn't mean give your kid everything they want because then they won't battle you. Right. That's a poor and awful idea too. We're just giving you some tips and tricks of if your kids are invested in their education, like Yvette said before, yeah. you know, if they're helping pick it out, they're going to enjoy it more. If they are interested in it, they are going to enjoy it more. Some of it, you just say that suck it up, buttercup. I get it. I don't like cleaning <laughs> toilets. Still going to do it. You might not like this assignment. You're still going to do it. Let's go get ice cream afterwards. And Something use like that. Abby's exact words. Suck it up, buttercup. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, <sighs> parenting is hard. Um, yes. And so much <laughs> of homeschooling is parenting. It, yes. It's it's almost all parenting, you know, teaching our kids the things that God has, has uh, put on our hearts and in our laps to have to teach them while we're homeschooling them. It's all part of parenting. It's all part of raising them up and pointing them to Jesus. And it's not easy. Homeschooling is not for the faint of heart, but it is for every parent. And we say it all the time. I'm going to say it again. God's going to give you everything you need to accomplish what he's called you to do. He is a good God. And you're not going to do it do it perfectly every time. It's going to look messy and your kids Mm -hmm. are going to get frustrated and you're going to get frustrated. And if you have a day where there's just tears and frustration, sometimes it's time to just let go. Say, you know what? We're done for, maybe we're done for the next two hours. Let's go to the park and play. Or let's go take a walk or let's listen to some worship music or let's do something, change the environment some way. And then let's come back to this. I've done that with my girls Lots of times, it seems like usually it's with math, uh, where they're mm-hmm. just frustrated over something. I'm like, let's just let's just take a break. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll we'll revisit this. Yeah, again. because they are not going to learn at that point. I right. mean, there's enough studies yeah. that once their brains are shut down, once the tears are flowing, no matter what you do and how amazing you make it and how great you teach it, they're right. not going to learn it. They're just right. not. So you are just beating yourself. And the right. other thing is, God will give us everything. What What did you say? He's going to equip us for what He calls us to do. Yeah. But we have to remember that. What God calls us to do isn't always what we think it looks like. Right. Like sometimes we get out our homeschool textbooks and we think that our school day should look a certain way. That isn't necessarily how God wants it. So right. you need to put God in the driver's seat. You're in the passenger seat and those battles are going to subside. I promise yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. I just want to say one last thing and then we've got to close 
But if if you're the parent who says to your kid, you're going to sit there until yeah. you finish this assignment, whether it takes you six hours or eight hours or however long, um, maybe rethink that approach. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because stop that. stop that. Because what that's going to um, result in is your child resenting you as their mm-hmm. teacher and resenting the thing that they're trying to learn. You know, again, mm-hmm. it goes back to character and our character too. You know, what are, how are we mm-hmm. responding to our kids in a godly way? Right. It's not that you just give up and say, well, honey, if it makes you sad, you don't have to do it at all. Right. You know, we no, don't do that. But take a break from it. If it's for yeah. a day, take a break. If it needs to be for yeah. a week, take a break. And Let check them your heart refresh. because that yep. sounds to me like a battle of the wills. Yes. And not a desire for your child to learn something. Because if your right. desire truly is for your child to learn that math concept, you're not going to say you're going to sit there for six hours till it's done. Right. That to me is more I, I my control issue. And believe me, you know, that's, right. that's a battle of the wills. Get your heart where it needs to be. We're discipling our kids and we want to teach them academically simultaneously. Right. That's not going to happen right. when we're all being our most stubborn that we right. can be. Right. And, <laughs> and in, if it is a battle of the wills, train their will in another way. You know, if yeah. you put a plate of chicken and rice in front of them and you know that they like chicken and rice and they're just closing their mouth and crossing their arms and they're not sick and they're perfectly fine, but they're just battling you and they're saying, I'm not going right. to eat this. Right. That might be the time to say, you're going to sit yeah. there until yeah. you eat your chicken and rice right. or, or you're not going to eat anything. Gonna be good for breakfast. <laughs> right. You're not going to eat anything until you eat the chicken yeah. and rice. Yeah. It's yeah. different Correct. with academics. Correct. Academics yeah. is not always the time to be yes. tr- trying to train the strong will out of your kid. It is sometimes, but you have to be wise about it and pray about it. So anyway, I would pray for discernment to know that if this is your child's will or if they're genuinely struggling with a concept and shutting down. Right. And God will give you that discernment and wisdom. He says, ask for it. He will give it abundantly. That's right. He's a good God. So we're out of time. Um, You guys, we love you so much. We are so grateful that you have hung out with us again this week. We will be back on Monday with another fantastic guest. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be a surprise (laughs) because I'm not sure who's up next week, but it will be someone amazing, I'm sure, because God is good to bring us amazing guests to this podcast. So thank you guys. We love you. Please keep up with us through the website, schoolhouserocked.com and calledbeyond.com is Abby's website. We shared um, updates on- Oh, calledbeyond.org. We shared about updates on both of those on Monday. So if you missed those, go back and listen. Have a great rest of your week. We will see you back in a few days. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.